begin after eight taps. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time too about not playing the ND. It was free for all and I heard him say he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick cause you're incapable A-A-M's. Hey, 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 thank you, Mr. TJ Drennan there, and my wonderful theme tune. I'm Spencer, aka Free Thrall, and this is Keep Off the Borderlands. Now, do you ever get the feeling that you're being followed? Hey, Spencer, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm working my way through your back catalogue. Hey Spencer, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Maybe I'll quit saying that since I'm calling you a bunch. Hey Spencer, Jason here. You know it's from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast, so I don't even have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Jason. I thought I would take a leaf out of Evil Jeff's book of Minions and Musings and try and address as many of uh, Jason's messages as possible. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit like painting the fourth bridge. And uh, for anybody who doesn't understand that reference, essentially that means that it takes it's such a long job that by the time you've finished it, you've got to start it again. So, without further ado... Here's Jason of the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Hey Spencer, Jason again. So, the Southern Reach Trilogy. You know, by the time I got to the end of that, I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not sure quite why. I don't think it was the ambiguity. I think maybe it was something in the writing that just kind of bothered me, but not bothered me, but it, it just didn't grab me as much in the later books as the first book. Maybe it dropped a... I, I don't know. Maybe it is the ambiguity. The, if I remember right, the movie was made just off the first book, and the director kind of came up with his own idea for to spin it. I don't think he had read the second book, but maybe he had. Uh, either way, it's an interesting premise, and I, th- I agree with you. It'd make a great role-playing game. It really would. Um, I would definitely play in that if you ever got around to doing that, and I liked your idea your ideas on wanting to try to incorporate the fear mechanic and and keeping characters like developing separately from each other. It, you know, so the idea that tr- trying to cause it, the divisions in the party, I guess, or, or the, at least the tension in the party, I, I think that's really interesting. So, yeah, I don't know if you ever got anywhere with that or you ever want to mess with that. If you ever want to do that on, say, a play-by-post campaign, I'd be very willing to give that a shot. So I did have a question for you. We got Link listening to your um, 
your sponsor at the end of that episode, it reminded me of the movie Beyond the Black Rainbow. Have you seen that? Beyond the Black Rainbow was directed by Panos Cosmatos. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. He's the guy that recently did Mandy with Nicolas Cage. But if you haven't seen that, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. Or if you have seen either of those, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on those two movies. So talk to you later. Bye. Hey, thanks, Jason. Yeah, the Southern Reach trilogy, I get that. I know some people who... I, I, I think the first book certainly appealed to a lot more people than the latter books did. Some people felt that the second book was kind of a meandered a little too much. And I, I think I agree with that assessment. Uh, certainly wonder whether I would have made it through the second book if I hadn't have been listening to it as an audio book. As for the third part, I've heard people be really let down by the ending, just you know, finding it a little hard to swallow, perhaps. Uh, and, and I do think that is down to how you interpret it. And uh, yeah, as for the making of the, the film, Alex Garland was... Uh, making that film, I think the second book was being written while he was directing the movie. It came out before the movie was released. I think there might have been a couple of elements of that film taken from the second book, uh, because you certainly see the character being interviewed, although it's done in uh, quite a different manner to the second book. I think he's spoken about wanting to kind of put his own spin on it, basically make a film based on the impression that the book left him with, rather than make a film of the book, if that makes sense. And yeah, as for Beyond the Black Rainbow, I did watch that a couple of weeks ago, and I really, really enjoyed it. As far as capturing the sort of 80s feel, it was note perfect. The soundtrack the well just the, just the whole feel of the thing and i was tempted to call into your halloween competition and suggest that to be turned into a game it certainly struck me as something that would work as a solo adventure escaping from a facility and i thought maybe kind of blending it a bit with the cube to make it more of a team effort work your way past obstacles and traps and stuff to try and escape that extremely controlled environment. Thanks for that. Let's listen to the next one. Hey, Spencer, Jason again. So Time Bandits, you know, about a year ago, I was talking to a group about putting together a campaign based around Time Bandits, but they decided they didn't want to do it because they weren't big into history and they wouldn't appreciate, they didn't feel they'd appreciate the references, even though I was going to dumb it down to, you, you know, just like Bill and Ted style history. But they didn't want to do that, so it's a shame. I think you could do a really fun, short, you know, maybe a three to five session campaign. It wouldn't be a campaign, but a three to five session game with Time Bandits and whatever system. I think you could have a lot of fun with that if you did it, but oh well. I'll talk to you later. Well, I don't know, you made me laugh out loud with episode 9, comparing old book, the, some of the 
sexist things in old books and and being able to look past those to newfangled games and looking past mechanics in those. I'm not sure that's entirely appropriate um, comparison, but for some reason it struck me as funny. Also, I hope you further expand on your 12 monkeys that are they're going to free that are operating the printing presses so nobody knows what the news is or whatever it is. I, I hope you expand on that. I'm almost surprised you haven't talked about the movie 12 Mon- Monkeys yet. You know, it is a Terry Gill- Gilliam joint, as, as you well know, based on a French film, which you can find, and, and I've seen. I'm sure you've seen that film, too. Um, anyway, on to the next episode. So, a Gilliam double bill there. Um, and I think, yeah, Time Bandits would make for a great few sessions just hitting obvious points in history and uh, just messing with that without worrying too much about the consequences i think that would be great fun so yeah if you're thinking about doing that yourself that would be good uh that scenario i came up with about the monkeys working in a printing press much like the uh Lumpers in the chocolate factory i figured i don't know i, I could go back to that I thought there was a lot of going on in there that might have been wasted on doing a solo session. I've, I've got to say, a solo session, which I still haven't done, despite me trying to uh, simplify it for myself. Uh, and 12 Monkeys. Yes, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of 12 Monkeys. In fact, I'm a huge fan of any film that involves time travel, uh, which I've spoken about before, I think. Um, in fact, I could do a whole episode on time travel movies. Uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for that. It's funny, um, 12 Monkeys is something I uh, recommended to uh, some friends a while back and they watched it and uh, they pretty much told me it was one of the worst films they'd ever seen. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure why that was. I don't know what elements of it that stuck out for them. Personally, Brad Pitt's performance might be uh, a bit of a struggle to get past. It's uh, certainly over the top, uh, but good fun all the same. And uh, just, I love things that eat their own tail. There are just so many elements to that film that I really, really love. Just the juxtaposition of things. Um, and, And there's a lot about experiencing the same event differently uh which i think is at the core of that about how things can be interpreted so differently depending on the context depending on where you're coming from what precedes it and what follows it i i find it a really interesting film and uh yeah the short movie it's based on that's incredible i think it's 10 or 15 minutes long and it's entirely made up of stills with a narration over the top, uh, Legete, I think it's called. And, yeah, it's just incredible, the atmosphere it creates just through some black and white stills. Yeah, uh, great stuff. And I also wanted to say a little bit about, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure that I was comparing uh, sexism with mechanics. Um, it was more a point of just changing attitudes towards certain issues and about how in the future we could look back at games that seem perfectly reasonable now uh, from a very different perspective. I mean, a lot of the stuff 
that came out in the 90s that was considered quite sort of progressive uh, tried to tackle issues head on by um, incorporating them into the games whereas I think now the tendency is to sanitise things and remove problematic issues and I feel that this current era may be looked back on in future in much the same way people look at D&D 2nd Edition, how that was affected following the Satanic Panic era. It's just interesting how attitudes change over time and uh, how people choose to approach issues, you know. That was kind of more what I was getting at. But if it made you laugh, then that's good too. That's what I'm here for. And I think I'll leave it there for now. I don't want to go on too long I think Jason's just coming up to my RPG a day episodes so uh, yeah I'll save those for next time I've been Spencer aka Free Thrall this has been Keep Off the Borderlands my special guest star has been Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast if you want to leave me a message just click the link in the episode description or email me at spencer.freefrawl at gmail.com. Music is by TJ Drennan, and you'll find a link to his Patreon in the description too. And remember, if things get dicey, just roll with it. <laughs>